as public schools, we need to do a better job of helping our kids be healthy in the digital space because we spend a lot, a lot of time helping them be healthy in the physical space. So social media, again, is a great connector, but I can also see it being something that hurts kids, something that helps kids feel excluded sometimes. And frankly, it's sometimes a tool where kids can be pretty mean. And so how can we kind of help our students realize, you know what, relationships are important. Social media is a tool and we gotta ensure that you're using that tool in a healthy way. You're listening to the smartsocial.com podcast. I'm your host, Josh Oaks. This is our district talk segment where we interview district leaders to learn how they're keeping students safe on social media so those students can someday shine online. Now, let's get back to the interview. My name is Dr. Daisy Morales. I am the proud superintendent of Live Oak Elementary School District located in Santa Cruz, California. We have three elementary schools and a comprehensive middle school, as well as an alternative program that serves students preschool to eighth grade, and we serve about 1,600 students. I'm John Malloy. I am the superintendent of the San Ramon Valley Unified School District in Danville, California, which is just outside of San Francisco. 30,000 kids in 35 schools. Hello, I'm Dr. Antoine Hawkins, and I serve as a superintendent of schools of the Evergreen School District located in San Jose, California. We have approximately 16 schools, which are comprised of 13 elementary schools and three middle schools. We have around 9,100 students. We are the largest elementary school district in San Jose. How has the prevalence of technology in the classroom impacted student learning and engagement? So with our students, they're super engaged when they're on their one-to-one device. It has made students want to be involved and engaged. Long are the days when students are just on paper, even though we do a balance of the two because it's important for students to still be able to write. But the engagement is much higher when students are being able to perform on a show their growth and their performance on, on a digital platform that they can share with others, they can share with each other, they could share with their parents. And so that has definitely increased our engagement that students around have around teaching and learning. Technology is an opportunity to transform everything we do in schools. It allows our kids to connect with each other, to connect with the world. Technology allows us to do things that, frankly, we couldn't do before. And it is so important that we embrace it as a tool to help kids learn. It's not the focus. It's actually what helps our kids think, create, connect, and to do great things in classrooms. So it has transformed education quite a bit. The prevalence of technology in the classroom has impacted student learning and engagement by assisting us in giving students media tools and technology tools to be successful. For example, we utilize technology diagnostics to look at student learning and to measure that against performance, take that data, and then target students who need intervention for intervention. These types of technology mediums in the classroom have been a wonderful support in aiding our students, our teachers, and paraprofessionals in ensuring that our students have the outcomes that they need. How could school districts deal with social media issues that may originate on social media apps, but then create a very real problem on campus? In our middle school, this is where it normally shows up. And so we've had a campaign with our middle school principal and assistant principal around think before you post, right? So students are reminded on a regular basis that what they post on social media affects them 
any time of the day or night, right? So social media is 24 seven. And so they need to be aware that what they're posting after school can potentially impact what is happening during the school day. And we want a safe and welcoming environment. So even though they're off campus, they're very much encouraged to be mindful about what they're posting because it could have effects on others at the school. So as a teacher and a former counselor and now an administrator, I see the benefits of social media. And I've also seen the significant challenges. Our kids are struggling to relate to each other in a healthy way anyway. Frankly, adults have the same challenge sometimes. And yet social media adds another dimension. And I would suggest that as public schools, we need to do a better job of helping our kids be healthy in the digital space because we spend a lot lot of time helping them be healthy in the physical space. So social media, again, is a great connector but I can also see it being something that hurts kids, something that helps kids feel excluded sometimes. And frankly, it's sometimes a tool where kids can be pretty mean. And so how can we kind of help our students realize, you know what, relationships are important. Social media is a tool and we gotta ensure that you're using that tool in a healthy way. The most effective ways that school systems can deal with social media issues that originate on social media and then gravitate to our campuses is first of all, we need to let students know that what and when and how media in the classroom can be facilitated in a discussion about the why, both the benefits of social media and also its risk. We are intentional in getting our students feedback, but also encouraging them to talk with us privately if they have sensitive concerns about pictures or personal info making it out into the world. So it goes without saying, but respect each student's wishes, but yet engaging them to ensure that when issues become challenges, that we can help them to navigate those. Can you provide some examples of how your students may have used their social media in a positive or productive way that may have benefited themselves or their community? Our students can't use their phones during the day. We have a policy for not so much at the elementary, but more at the middle school where their phones are off during the day. They have created things on their school platform that they later post on their own social media. They've created a, a cool power slide and they're like, hey, this is what I got to do in school today. So far, it has been a positive. They're sharing the positive things that they're doing on campus. And we haven't had yet anything that's been negative on their social media, but they can't do it during the day because it's blocked on our campus. I so much appreciate the voice of our students. I visit schools every single week, and I also follow uh, them, schools, on social media. And our kids are very, very active there. And what I love is when they're speaking about what they've learned, why it was important, how it actually changed them or helped them or impacted them. I appreciate hearing students' stories regarding how they've made a difference in our community how they have served someone, how they've made a difference for somebody else. I love when kids are using their creativity to share something artistic, to show us a talent, to show what they're capable of. There's so many things that social media can be used for that actually elevates what that young person can share, contribute, and provide. When I see that on social media, I get pretty excited. I am so excited to share that our students, in a measurable way, they work together to create shared projects and engage with their peers through technology. 
And they also use these projects and the sharing of information to tackle challenges within their individual schools. As an example, as a superintendent of our system here in Evergreen, I meet with all of our student body leaders regularly, either bi-monthly or quarterly, and we talk about challenges and issues and how they can use technology to share the benefits of solutions with their fellow students or the student body. So this is one of the most measurable ways or ways I feel that we address this specific need to providing them examples and how they can use their social media in a positive manner throughout our entire school system. In the age of one-to-one, how are you preparing students for positive technology use both in the classroom and at home? The key here is education. Lots of education is around the power of technology, but also the power of misinformation or disinformation out on the websites, right? And so teaching our students that those critical skills around being able to tell if this is a good source or not a good source, or this is a good post or not a good post, or did you check that source just because it has, you know, a thousand um, likes doesn't mean it's correct. So a lot of teaching around digital citizenship and making sure that our students are aware of the potential pitfalls within that space. So I think that we need to keep in mind that we live in a digital space and a physical space. And that means we've got to have norms. We have to have rules of engagement. There has to be really responsible use. I like to always speak about being responsible. And that means that we don't allow the keyboard to give us a sense of courage that might make us say or do something that we would regret later. What I mean by that is I think a lot of times people are a lot more, especially kids, authentic when they're face-to-face and can sometimes say and do things digitally that we don't want to see. And so I really believe that that whole sense of healthy use is important. I want technology to be seen as a wonderful thing. I want technology to be used regularly. And I would like for us to be clear that there are times when it's important to put the phone away, to put the computer away, because what we can never lose is the importance of relationships, human connections, and community. I'm not suggesting technology has to take that away, but I'm concerned that if we don't also teach our young people when it's time to turn off, we could have some unintended impacts as it relates to the the human community that we all know is so important as well. Education, no matter what form it takes, capitalizes on a child's natural need to develop skills, right? And at a young age, our brains are developing thousands of connections that help to inform our world. So in an age of one-to-one technology, how we prepare them, not only at home, but in the classroom, is we gravitate them towards understanding that these connections relate to their ability to be able to solve problems, to communicate, and also to collaborate. By obtaining these skills as necessary for use over the course of their lives, technology then becomes a positive intervention, but also a positive tool 
to help them to acquire the skills that they need to be effective, not just in the classroom, but at home, for an example, during homework and projects as well. Thanks for listening to our SmartSocial.com podcast. I'm your host, Josh Oaks. This was our district talk segment where we interview school district leaders to learn how they're keeping students safe on social media so those students can someday launch into their future by shining online. This episode was brought to you by our SmartSocial.com VIP program. It's called the Very Informed Parent Program, which helps you engage your students with teen-led video lessons. Stay one step ahead with our premium parent newsletter and discover hidden features on trending apps on teens' phones and our 54-plus live parent and student-friendly events every single year. You can click on the link below to chat with one of our team members if you want a free pass to our VIP program to support your community with our smartsocial.com resources. And if you're a district leader who has a success story, we would love to feature you on a future episode. You can click the links below to reach out. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great day.